Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. It's Josh Mavis with Johnny Oxford. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. His new nickname is Skim Milk. Yeah, because I had 2% on my phone and I was drinking 2% milk. Yeah. And that makes. But 2% milk is called 2%, so it wouldn't be a good nickname because then just 2% battery. So now you're Skim Milk. But you combine them and it's 4% of awesomeness. (laughs) I don't think that math works out. Yeah, it really doesn't. So, no. Okay. Yes. You want to do a podcast? Sure. We're here. There's a microphone in front of us. Why not? Okay. What are we going to talk about? Let's talk about marketing approaches of banks or for For banks. Because don't we talk about banks? What, marketing money podcast? I think that's what we do here. Okay. Um, So Carmelo Anthony is on the Atlanta Hawks today. Yeah. And today would be, for those of you listening at home, is the near the end of the month in July. Mm-hmm. By August, will he still be with the Aren't Hawks? They paying him not to play or they something? They are. They're going to pay him $27 million to not play. That's some severance that's package. That's the opposite. That's the best severance package that's I've ever That's the opposite heard. of this podcast. Yes, it we're is. We're not getting we're paid, paid. And we're playing. Yeah. Yeah. How's that work out? And, if you would like to sponsor the show... Call us. Shout text out. Text us. We will completely, even if you have a crappy product. No. I got a I little. Will, I will not, promote not, it. Not that. No. It's got to be good. I want, I so much want to say a name of some crappy bank it's products. It's got to be good. I'm <laughs> not going to sell out. I'll even promote. I'm not going to sell out. I'm not I will. Sell out. That's the whole point of working is selling out. Is it though? Yes. It's not Literally. To, it's not to save the world? No. That is no. Selling out is no. the point. I sell up. To what? To make the world a better place. <laughs> I believe You and chi- Michael Jackson? I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Well, that is literally the truth. With Michael Jackson? No. <laughs> <laughs> Comment. Sidebar. Let's get to the bar before we start sidebar. Okay. So What's the bar? The bar? The Set, bar, the bar. Today is- Set the bar. I was having a conversation with a fellow marketer. Really? soccer practice last night because our children... Adult soccer? No, our children play on the same team. Huh. So while we're on the sidelines watching our daughters school the competition... But it was a practice. There was no competition. There's no competition there. Who? The ones on the team. Oh, scrimmage? Yeah. That was the only good time of practice is scrimmage. Everybody's like, like baseball practice? Like, Oh, yeah. We're going to scrimmage today. Yay! Yeah. We're going to work on grounders. No. Hit off a tee. Boring. Anyway, back to the point. So we were talking about the differences in the way banks market themselves. Mm. And Was this fellow from your bank or from another bank? He's from another bank. His name is Chris. His last name is Hussey, and he's with Bancorp South, oh. located in Tupelo, Mississippi. Hey, Chris! What's up, brother? Shout out. Yeah, what's up? No, anyway, it was a good conversation, and it was talking about different strategies that banks have. And some banks are very campaign-driven to where it's the – I wouldn't say the product of the month because that makes it sound almost negative, but they, they try to – 
Here's it's checking. product and campaign driven. Product, well, they're they're campaign driven by products or mm -hmm. benefits. So they go and they go and they go and you know, here's a three week window, here's a four week window, here's what we're doing, and then other banks do more brand driven campaign and like I'm, who, like us, yeah, as in Rizal. I agree. And so I, you know, they're different styles. It doesn't necessarily mean one better than the other. Some are jump from campaign to campaign, and some build a brand because they want it to. I guess, as Walter White would say, empire build. Is that? Mm, you know? I'm the one who knocks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, I, I don't know. What's what's your opinion on the two strategies? Uh, and we know which one we do, and you agency with us. But my point is, is that I think there's winning and losing in both of them. Uh, yeah, the winning and losing is is a good point. I, I think it's very difficult to do campaign advertising without a brand. I think I think it's difficult to do it, and I think it's difficult to sustain brand advertising without ultimately doing some campaign, specifically in banking because little known fact banks are run by bankers. No. Yes. Mind blown. It should be. It, we waited to like season four of the podcast, and this whole what? time. Why didn't we break this up into seasons? Anyway, because in my life there are no seasons, Josh. Mm. It's just one seasons continual, perpetual motion of, of pain. Yes, <laughs> house of pain. Jump around. Yeah, get up, get up, and get down. Yes. So speaking of that, it, you're not going to sustain brand over um, a period of time unless your your CEO, executive management group comes in and says. What are what's the ROI on this? Because that's the big thing. I get asked so much on this because somebody told somebody to ask that at some point. I don't know. I mean, we we love ROI. We love trackability. We love you know we've got deposit case studies and all this stuff. But you're gonna have to run a campaign at some point if you're running brand. John is making up just so you know for those of you who can't see this, making up for his tiny feet with his big guns. Um, he he just flexed. Two tickets to the gun show. Uh, it takes three, but he can't. <laughs> but he can't walk there. Yes, exactly. But, Some people skip leg day. I skip foot day. Yeah, because he has to. But he can't even skip. That's right. Has no feet. <laughs> They're it's like, not a, like a mermaid. Yeah, merman. Just just crawling on my hands. I derailed your entire spiel. You did. But I see too many people doing campaign stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like without having done the brand. So. That's the pro and con. I would agree, as we do. You just have to have a foundation. We, I mean, in, in our marketing approach, we call it a foundation before acquisition. I mean, any new campaign is acquisition campaign, but you have to have the foundation of a brand. I mean, the thing is, is what you're doing is creating and perpetuating a commodity. Like, hey, come with us. I'll say this, though. Bankers love product campaigns. Yeah, they don't that's what I'm saying. You can't just do brand. They don't understand branding. And I think yes. we had a conversation the other night over the text messaging, mm -hmm. and it was, uh, and I, I know you're you're deeper diving into this mm -hmm. than what we're going to let on here, but that we go to conferences and we go to hear from all these think pieces and white papers and whatever, but banking as a brand is hard to compare to other brands. Yeah, because, yeah, because you've got. Restaurants, people eat three times a day. That you have a repetitive chance to get a customer well, and an interaction. Shoes, you buy shoes, you wear it, you go get them, you buy them for the brand because you think they make you jump higher or run faster or they're cool. Yeah. Banking is totally different. Well, the thing that, and, and I had this epiphany while we were texting, I shared it with you, is the big problem 
Because we text about awesome things. We do, actually. We are nerds on the podcast and outside of it. Is But but I did reach an epiphany around this, and so now it's it will be published and I own it, is that... Unless I beat him to it. But go ahead. But, but the, the problem with bank advertising, whether it's campaign or brand-driven, is that bankers have never understood or never realized that the consumer does not understand their place in the transaction. So you, you mentioned fast food. You know you go to McDonald's, you buy a burger, you eat that burger. Nike, you buy Nike shoes, you put those on your feet, which sounds simplistic. We know that, right? Your consumer does not fundamentally understand their place in the transaction of, of banking. As a matter of fact, not only do they not understand it because their parents didn't sit down and go through financial literacy and things like that, they're actually fearful of it due to that understanding. We've seen this. I, mean, I just can't check my bank account. Yeah, there's. I we'll, just can't. We'll, li- we'll link to this a millennial song where a guy account. just sing, sings over and over about how fearful he is of his bank account. We'll try to find some stats and link to it. But people are scared of their own finances. They don't understand a lot of times their role. They go to a bank. Should I do this? Then the then the bank turns around and says, "Well, here's your placemat." Checking account comparison, it's like, am I even qualified to pick my own checking account? And, you know, you talk to people and it's, well, I try to put more money in my checking account than I I debit. But when someone doesn't fundamentally understand how a bank works, you understand, again, shoes and soft drinks and whatever else. But you... The, the consumer does not understand their role in that transaction in the same base level. Yes. Consumer at the base level are obviously way underprepared to understand what a bank does. But I think, flip it to what we work with, bankers, they don't get the branding part of banking. Some do, but mm-hmm. the ones, they love a, hey, I want a CD campaign to do this, and I want a, uh, a deposit campaign to do this, and I want a, something, and I'm like, you know, you got to step back and go, but do they even know who you are? Do they know where you're looking? Do they know who you are? Do they know a and I'm not into this like kabuki dance of like the culture makes us better than the other. And this because like, you're just like I hear that, but you know, our people is, like no other bank has people. And, and the average banker works at three to four banks over their career. So so your people are there. But people it's about there. relationship people, then. It, it, you, you get into <laughs> yeah. this banker speak, and at some point it's got to be about the brand and the execution of what you're doing. Well, and so the, I, it drives me crazy because. It's just, you know, what's your ROI on this? I don't know what the ROI is on my TV commercial, but I do know that 90% of the market knows who we are. And, and, and so, then you'd go do you well, go make a loan. Well, that's why I think brand marketing wins, because a banking relationship for, what, 70% of Americans is default. Uh, you know you should have a checking account. I, I'm supposed to have one of these. 75% have a checking account. Right. So, well, yeah. So, I mean, but, but Why? Because they think they should. They're supposed to. Right. And so I think when you, well, well, I need a, I'm an adult now. I need a checking account. Uh, I need to go to a bank or maybe a credit union. Mom and dad, where's your bank? Yeah. Or your, there's this bank located within a mile of my home or this bank located within a mile of my, or my I saw work. on Facebook this cool bank app thing. And, yeah. I and that's why a it. bank like Bank of America. As far as brand goes, their name is literally Bank of why America. They, why haven't they just sold out and gotten Captain America as their mascot? I mean, just... That's not selling out. That's buying out. But just Steve it. Rogers would have to sell out. But it would be awesome. Well, I mean, just think about it. Captain America wasn't even popular, you know, 10 years ago. And Bank of America wasn't 
they're popular. <laughs> I'll let you fill in that blank. <laughs> um, they're but, very, they're popular. But I mean, but their I was name, checking out their app today is actually pretty nice. Uh, but their name is Bank of America. Yes, I mean it's it's the Bank of America. I mean they're the second largest bank, but still it's a pretty good brand position to be in. Yeah. So who? So, so I think they get business a lot by default. Well, who are you gonna work? Well, I guess Bank of America. I'm a patriot. Yeah. Freedom, freedom isn't free. They worked hard for that. Name. Right. So, yeah. So, so I think the brand wins there. So when a client doesn't understand the product, so CD advertising, the joke around anytime there's CD advertising, and I've had 20 conversations lately about this because banks want what? Deposits. Yep. And so CDs are limited term, hot money, get it in, get that deposit. Oh, yeah, we pulled our demographic. Like we had uh, one person under fifty that signed up. Well, of course, because that group has been educated what a CD is and what it does. It plays music. You put it in the thing. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's not even that the younger person doesn't value a CD because a CD isn't a bad thing. I mean, where can you put ten thousand dollars and get a guaranteed return on it? It's silly. It's a small return. Whatever. You can give it to me, huh? You can give it to me. <laughs> yes, but there's no guarantee on the return. Yeah, there is. It's called a good time. <laughs> $10,000, good time, Johnny. Oh, yeah. It'll be real fun. That is overpriced. There, there's a guaranteed return on that. All right. A return of but, awesome. So it's not just that the person doesn't value it, that younger person doesn't value it. It's deeper. They literally don't understand that a CD is a certificate of deposit and what happens with that money. And and is it FDIC insured? Is it not? Is it – how do I get it back? Like, do I does it just sh- show up? Do I have to come back in and cash it out? Like – I would bet if you surveyed 10,000 30-year-olds, which isn't that young, how a CD works, they wouldn't know. And I mean down to the fundamentals of where do you go put your money and how does it come back out? How many if you sent an email out that just said, can you explain how a CD works? And you didn't qualify. Would respond that it's a musical. Yeah, Data holding device. 99.99%. <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying? Like You can't have that transaction if you don't understand your role in it and how it works. Where do I take my money? How do I get it back out? You understand. Explain an annuity to somebody. I cannot. Because that is like the thing that I'm just like, okay, so there's a chunk of money that comes a little bit at a time after I pay that, into the, it. Yeah. And, like okay, <laughs> at least reverse mortgage makes more sense, which is you know obviously which is crazy similar. Maybe not crazy until, until, until you, you get to a certain it. point. Until you need it. If you look, if you buy term insurance, hey, look, I wish I owned a big old house and I could just take money from it. Until it's I, until it's I just left. a bet you don't want to lose. Yeah. I survived. Yeah, whoops. And now I don't own my house. I mean, it's but um, which isn't exactly true for any defenders of that out there but that's again a lot that fundamental lack of understanding i really think um this epiphany i have the question i don't necessarily have the answer so what is the what is the role in the transaction to you saying understand the role that's another mistake i think bankers make not so much marketers because i love my fellow marketers but bankers is they think that people are thinking about their bank all the time yeah and they think that people are walking around in the street going Where's the next deal? They're Where's thinking about where bank? they're going to eat lunch. They're thinking about their shoes because they understand what that has to do for them. I think if people understood their bank better, they would think about it more. Bitcoin. When people went out and bought that one-tenth of one percent of one Bitcoin when it got really popular a few months ago, man, people were up in that account oh, checking, checking it Coinbase by the second. All day long. Our office was aflame with it, and I don't think we owned an entire Bitcoin <laughs> <laughs> amongst our a collective coin employee base, but man, it went up this percent, this percent, that that percent, 
because they understood what was going on. The week before, nobody had heard of Bitcoin. And the week after, no one understood what was going on when the value went When it it tanked. But you see what I'm saying? I think if people did understand it more, it would be more engaging. So we don't have an answer to that, but I really like the riff on the discussion of it as you compare a banking brand to a, let's say, a consumer brand of of clothing or beverage or car, because it's a total different interaction. That's what I, I don't get is a lot of times. It's, but it's not. To, it's totally different. Now, ta- you, tactically, but, but tactically and marketing wise, yes, things can match. You can learn a lot from other brands, but well, the interaction this is, is but, totally different. But this, but this is why the interaction is different. It's because of the understanding. Because shoes are as different from hamburgers as banks are from shoes and hamburgers. Yes. But they but they have same retail brand consumer. People understand both of them. This is why I would say the long play. The long play is around financial literacy. Not the eighth grade go out and speak canned thing that that people are being sold and you kind of license into. That may work, but the bank who can help their clients understand the value of their services. All right, you go out and buy uh, a Diet Coke. You understand that you're going to pay a transaction for a thing you're going to drink. Supposedly has fewer calories, tastes great, whatever it is. You buy a pair of shoes, a pair of Nikes. Those go on your feet. You're supposed to feel like you run faster, but at least you're cooler. You're in an unassailable position. You un- you walk understand up, you're cool. Walk in front of a class of college students and ask someone to explain how you get a mortgage. You literally – you can't even begin the transaction because you don't understand what's supposed to exactly. happen. I mean, you don't. It's buy a house, and that's a realtor job. So this right here, I mean, to me – if you're not, if your jaw's not on the floor or whatever, that's fine. I feel like it is a true epiphany in the path towards understanding. And I do think that path towards understanding is financial literacy, but that's a hard thing to own because your your executive management, your senior management is going to look at you and say, we're going to educate everybody and they're going to, they could go to any bank. Yeah. Well, then you need to figure out a way to own that like Nike did around coolness. They don't just own shoes, they own coolness. And here's the thing. The best marketed banks, you've heard me say this. Sorry for this to be offensive to some of you guys out there because it will be. It's still true. The best marketed banks are 10 years behind in Nike. I'm offended. Whatever. Be offended. I'm offended. They're 10 years behind where retail consumer marketing is. I'm offended that you think I'm at least 10 years behind. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So that's the best. The very best. So we're at average this 20, 25 years behind the techniques that other people are using. The cool thing is to beat the bank next to you, you just have to be 15 years behind. Reebok, when we look at Reebok and Adidas, like, I can't believe they made these bonehead decisions. They went out and did this crazy stuff. When you're competing with Nike, you have to go out to the rarefied air of true, like, to get market share from them, you have to do something insane. You have to license shoes with Kanye. And which was a good move for Adidas. Sold out, hard to get thousand dollar shoes. They didn't go to Jordan, they went to Kanye. And so that's where this in banking, this is a comfort for all of you out there, even though it's offensive, is you just have to be you have to use the tools that, that are already out there better. You don't have to go out into crazy town and try to outmarket Nike. But I like crazy town. I like crazy town too, and it's fun. So you can put a little bit of that in there. The other thing I'll say is so when we talk about this, you're like, oh, financial literacy, that's not very sexy. You guys talk about really exciting stuff. We do. How long does it take to take somebody to get through financial literacy? 
25 years. Or at least 10. So whatever, you know, shoes, that's inherent. Do you well, realize it took you at least three to four years to learn how to even put your shoes on? Not me. My feet were tiny enough. They just fell right in. <laughs> they just fall into shoes. They just fell into shoes. But the average American is 31 to 36 months when a child should be putting their shoes on. Then it takes another two years for you to learn how to time. Two to three. So you're five to six years old when you Unless you, learn. you wear Velcro like me. Yes. But <laughs> you're zipper man. So... It takes you six years. You can go get an advanced engineering degree in six years. So yes. it took you six years how to do something as simple as your shoes. How long does it take to figure out how something as complex as banking? Well, I, I think you have to go through the life cycles to really understand. You have to do mortgage. But, you have but to do that's combined the, account. You have to do savings. You have to do investing. You have to do wealth. Then you have to have some type of retirement, and then you die. The bank. <laughs> well, you got the annuity and the reverse mortgage yeah. in there too. But the thing I'm telling you, the bank that understands that true lifetime customer value. We talk about journey and all that stuff and journey mapping, which don't stop believing. You were no Steve Perry. I didn't say I was. <laughs> I said I was Steve Perry. <laughs> yes. Okay. So the bank that wins ultimately is going to help the consumer feel the most comfortable at home in lieu of true financial literacy and can plug in where that banker, where that bank client is, make them feel comfortable about the product they're, that they're trying to sell, the bank's trying to sell that ultimately benefits that client and not just do this bank think thing where we're a bank and you should work with us. You should buy this CD, this commoditized campaign driven stuff. It really is around brand and the best brands are going to be built around financial literacy and financial understanding. He providing just, that. He just dropped the mic. Not really. It's actually on a stand. <laughs> Try to make he, it sound he, like he I dropped the mic drop without bo- I like busting the, Bobby's ear. I liked ear. the pontificating today. I was trying to throw it off your game with some uh, rudish interruptions of, uh, of wit. This is the best podcast we've ever made with the most insights. It's Boom. It's the best, most recent podcast we've ever of made. Of all the ones we've ever done. This is one of them. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so to that point. I will say that I am to a prescriber, subscriber, a scriber, whatever it is, Scrabble, Dabble. You play Scrabble? No, I have actually never played Scrabble in my entire life. Seriously, I've never played it. How have you never played Scrabble? Well, as a young man, when the... uh, the You grew up in Appalachia where they didn't have words. (laughs) Yes, we... we, uh, we played a game called Switchel, and you actually smacked each other with a switch until Just you cried. <laughs> we played this game where, words. where there's a heel, uh, and, a, and, a, and a, you, you roll the wheel with sticks touching yes, it. Yes, yes. Uh, and uh, stick hockey, I think is what we called it. Yeah. Stick ball. Stick ball, yeah. No, I bet, and honestly, I've never played Scrabble. I know what it is, but I've never played it. I just never I just Do you never play have. any games? Uh, yes, I once played hide and go seek. One and who I, won? Um, I never found the person. I don't know where they are to this day. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I play all types of games. Yeah, basketball. I played a game? hide and go seek with um, Bigfoot. <laughs> Did you? Yes. Well, I couldn't win that game, so obviously I. Yeah. yeah well, Littlefoot. Yes. Yes. So. Yes. Anyway, enough with the silliness. Uh, branding to me is an. Uh, Important thing as you well. You can't go wrong with it well, unless you do it poorly. Yes, yes. That unless you suck. Well, and to this, and I know again, I know unless we, your brand's Hoover. I, well, I know we hurt some. 
I know we hurt some feelings we sometimes. Didn't. People get it. But when we say you can't go wrong on the branding angle unless you do something poorly or whatever, however you just phrased it. When your name's the same as everybody else's. 67% of bank names are the same. I'm telling you, if you take anything from this and convince your leadership of anything, it's change your dadgum name unless you already have the name name that's unique. And that's what drives me. It's one of the things in banking that I'm like set out on a campaign to do is I watch banks rebrand and they don't change their name. When they're, if you're gonna go through with it, go through. I wish with I it. could name names, but I can't because I'm I can't in, either. Because some of them are my boys and but, my girls, but you know, if you are going to go through the capital expense of changing out signage, stationery, deposit slips, logo, pens, colors, uh, I'm just talking about the expense of it, hundreds of thousands well, of dollars. But then you at got the, the time and the bandwidth too. Well, I'm just saying the plus the time plus the effort. And you change your name to something that's not truly unique. Like a directional with a location in it? Or like... And a number? Or taking First a, a city Northwest name... First Northwest State Trust. Or taking a city name and then just acronymizing it. Like a, taking... like TBS Bank. Well, they all have a B in it because it's the bank of whatever. First National Bank of whatever. Yeah. And... You have the opportunity you to do anything. You can call it anything you anything. want. At least be unique. The role of branding. But bankers don't think like marketers. But the the role of branding is to uniquely identify you. That's why trademark law exists. It, it doesn't. It it's doesn't not exist to, keep to protect the the uh, the brand. The brand. It it exists to differentiate for the consumer. Yeah. So if so if this thing makes you sick. Or Nike, or you get in a wreck because of Mikey's. They're not Nikes. Nikes. Yeah. Yeah, it's really to protect the consumer, so there's differentiation to the Take consumer. Take out the Golden Arches, we got the Golden Arcs. Yeah. i got to watch that movie again, by the way. Coming to America is an amazing it's movie. amazing. It's been referenced so many times lately, and McDowell's is... That boy good. <laughs> so good. I the basketball, the, or the Sonny uh, Liston no, argument. No, like, we can't what even. happened to Arsenio? His fingers got too long. Oh, they were. He had his nail bed on his fingernail. I was so je- my feet were so jealous of Arsenio's hands their entire life. Just a, just, I was the, just they were just the like first knuckle of his fingers. Just been amazing. Longer than your foot. It was amazing. Whoop whoop. Yeah, exactly. I miss Arsenio. Ultimate Warrior went on. Oh, Bill Clinton played the sax on Arsenio. Bill Clinton got elected because of his appearance on Arsenio. Well, I think so. Look it up. It's it's quantifiable. <laughs> it's, it's a fact. It's a fact. All right, we've we've bored you enough. So anyway, branding good, products help good. Your, help we like your branding client. more. Differentiate, differentiate. Help your client understand banking financial literacy is more than eighth grade classes. It is actually a lifetime of learning to help your customers and clients learn what your brand means to them. Is that it? Can't provide any more value than that. See you no. next two weeks. Fortnite, Fortnite, not the not Ooh, the. We could get off uh, my no Fortnite. Son, that that's like that's mm. like digital heroin. See you in two weeks. It is digital heroin. Yes. Go do the kiki dance and get out well, of here. Well, what is it? The guy, um, um, I think Gary, uh, Gary V was talking Gary about Busey? this. No, not Gary Busey. <laughs> uh-uh. But um, Gary V was talking about that Ninja, the Fortnite player, is more popular than Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. He is. Yes. There's a good article on that, too, if you want to. Put that in your hat and smoke it. Your hat. and Okay. That's good. Hey, if you're not the brightest branch on the tree, you want to understand that. No. Nah. Exactly. All right. From all the people here at the Marketing Money Podcast, we say... Arrivederci. Dirchins. Dirchins.
views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mabus Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.